so what'd you do this weekend, Martin? Anything fun? Ooh, um, enjoyed a weekend and it's just getting back for me, just back in the swing. Sure. Just loving it. Yeah. Well, it's the new year. Yeah. It's always a little tough to come back after, um, after, um, yeah, I had an itch this holiday stretch where yeah. I, I was like, I enjoyed it, but I'm just so excited about what's coming. Sure. So I'm just ready. Yeah, I'm too. This 2019 is going to be. It's going to be a good year. Yeah, man. It's already been great. Yeah. So this is the uh, fifth installment of the 1720 podcast. Um, and since it is the beginning of a new year, uh, many people are actually starting to think mm. about their New Year's resolutions. Mm, I bet. know I do uh, all the time, which is a good thing. But uh, I think you actually have some studies on this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's just interesting. You're thinking about all the big stuff that you want to accomplish. But here's the catch, though. Uh, Studies will show about 64% of people who have set some resolutions for the right. new year, yeah. they're not going to make it past the first month. <laughs> that seems a little generous, but uh, I would believe that. Oh, I believe I that's that. And then 46% will barely make it past six months. So less than half will make it past a six month for a big resolution. And the chances that you will achieve the goals are pretty bad if you're over 50 I guess old dogs, right? Old dogs. What What is it if you're over 50? Yeah. So it's 14%. That's not good. 14%. That's not good. And then if you're un, in your 20s, you're 39% likely. See, that's why we don't like those guys. That's that's <laughs> It's stats like that that make old guys like me just angry. Just right. a little angry inside. We think we have it all figured out. Yeah. And we keep making it. The same mistake over and over. Yeah, that's no good. So there we are. That's that's what the stats, that's what the research tells us about the time that we're in right now, mm-hmm. New Year's. So um, I think what we'd like to do uh, with this podcast, we thought we'd give our listeners a shot at picking some resolutions that might actually work. Yeah. And uh, yeah. maybe some methods for achieving those. So this is a second in a two-part series uh, that will get us ready to uh, step into really the abundant life mm. that God has available for you. And I think, I think to me, that's what 2019 is all about. It's all about really connecting deeply with God, getting uh, connected to his abundance, getting rid of some scarcity mindset that's still hanging around in my mind a little bit. Uh, but um, we did some homework last week, and kind of where we're with this series in the podcast is... I guarantee you that if you sort of did the homework last week, mm-hmm. uh, and if you'll do the homework that we're going to actually assign uh, this week, um, we've done it, and I can tell you it will absolutely change your yep. life. Um, I know that people listening, it'll change their lives. It changed my life, uh, and I'm just I'm really excited about getting reconnected to God, getting reconnected to that scarcity, or getting that scarcity out of my life, getting reconnected to abundance. Yeah, and with that, just to be prepared, doing this work now mm-hmm. for what you're going to bump into for the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, it really sets you up. We actually had a lot of feedback from the last podcast, yeah. which was really exciting. You shared your story, mm-hmm. um, and just I'm not going to recap the whole story. But what was what was interesting is you shared your story about a story you were telling yourself mm-hmm. after a bad car accident, mm-hmm. uh, and how that um, you know you'd labeled yourself someone who hurts people, mm-hmm. and as a result, you really felt the need to be nice all the time. Right. Uh, a woman wrote me uh, after listening to that podcast, and she goes, this is what women feel like all the time, mm. this need to please others. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that that really got me a, uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. I was really, I was like, wow, you know, I just, I don't think of it like that. I'm super excited for our female listeners. Right. It's it's uh, just so cool to get that kind of feedback. But uh, before we dive into this week, let's just do a real quick review yeah. of last week's mm-hmm. concepts. So uh, last week, we covered not only your story, as mm-hmm. I mentioned, but we also covered the idea of abundance. 
uh, and we had signed some homework to help uh, our listeners and ourselves uh, uncover our limiting stories, yeah. things that we're telling ourselves yeah. uh, that just keep us out of an abundance mindset. Uh, and we did this for a number of reasons. Uh, one, to establish um, where abundance actually comes from, <laughs> uh, which can be understood as a formula. So we can't kind of came up with a formula that if you just sort of remember it, take it to heart, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's extremely important. So this is just, so here's the formula. Uh, forgiveness precedes freedom, which precedes abundance, which precedes w- riches. Okay. So that's the formula. Forgiveness precedes freedom, precedes abundance, precedes riches. Mm-hmm. And we talked a little bit about how uh, the, the world, everybody else out there, uh, really sort of gets this backwards and they sort of emphasize uh, chasing the riches. Mm-hmm which is supposed to then provide abundance. If I have a bunch of money, then I can buy time. But, you know, money is time. If I have a bunch of money, I have a bunch of time. Uh, and you really get this freedom. Uh, but the problem with that is without that foundation of forgiveness, those old limiting stories mm-hmm. creep back in, mm-hmm. right? So even if you're extremely wealthy, if you haven't first gotten to forgiveness and freedom, you went to riches and you thought you could get freedom yep. and forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, what you end up finding yourself is still in a very much a scarcity mindset because the money that you've now acquired is defining you, yep. right? That's how I got to be abundant was because I have all this money. Now, if I lose this money, who am I? I'm that mm-hmm. guy I didn't yep. like before because the only thing that's changed is money. Mm-hmm. Without it, I'm the guy I was mm-hmm. before. Yep. And so this produces the Scrooges and the oppressors of the world, which, oh, is, yeah. which is a real challenge. Mm-hmm. So we actually ask people to reflect on that, um, uh, on that uh, uh, formula. We said, hey, just meditate on forgiveness. Where are you? Mm-hmm. Meditate on freedom. Where are you? Meditate on abundance. Where are you? And meditate on riches. Where are you? Mm-hmm. And so what we wanted people to do uh, is to uh, essentially figure out where in that they had resistance, mm-hmm. where they were feeling a little, ah, okay. Yeah. Yep. And then for some people, for some people, that's going to be uh, that they just don't honestly feel truly forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, for other people, it may be that they haven't even bought into the Christian story, and mm-hmm. so so they're not ready to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people really just they get hung up on that freedom part that mm-hmm. comes with forgiveness. They sort of know intellectually uh, that they've been forgiven and they understand the sacrifice of Christ, but they're just sort of living in a place where they're not free, yep. and so they get hung up there. Mm-hmm. And the last one is tough. Uh, that last one, that that idea of freedom, is really a tough one. And you can't even get to abundance if you haven't gotten to freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or even even and then from abundance, even imagine the idea that you that you really have everything. Like right. you could have access to everything, even physical mm-hmm. riches to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that come from an abundance mindset. People mm-hmm. who are truly wealthy, generally speaking. Uh, they step into this abundance mindset. Again, they're missing the two other pieces mm-hmm. for the most time, but, but or most of the time, but uh, they at least understand the concept of abundance, right? Once they have sort of the, uh, I don't know, what, the, uh, the, the, the restraints are mm-hmm. released yeah. through money, right? You've tossed the shackles. That's right. Yep. That's right. So, but it would be really cool though if you could sort of skip the hard work of forgiveness and freedom uh, right. and just go straight to riches. But you actually sort of have to achieve a very high level of comfort with each step in the formula before you move on to the next. Uh, if you really want to experience the richness, and we say riches, and, and I just want to I want to reframe that a little bit because okay. we're not always talking about money here. We're talking about mm-hmm. just the richness God has in mm-hmm. store for you. Yes. Right, which is what he wants for you. There's no doubt about that. He mm-hmm. wants you to have a phenomenal life. He wants you to have an abundant life. He doesn't want you to live in scarcity. Uh, and uh, 
he wants you to have a life that needs money, but not a life that wants money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so kind of getting your mind wrapped around all of that, getting the formula is sort of a big ask, and it can be extremely da- daunting. But I'll tell you this, if you don't get each section, that is the reason why you don't achieve your goals in life. Uh, and that the, the reason you're failing in whatever it is, getting over anger, mm-hmm. getting over uh, addictions, uh, it's because you have resistance somewhere yep. in that formula, whether it's abundance. Mm-hmm. Abundance is a really interesting one because you will a scarcity mindset will cause you to do a bunch of things to protect yourself, yeah. insulate yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that is you're worried that you won't find love in the world, so you'll find yourself in porn porn addictions mm-hmm. because that's where you that's where you're, you're getting you're getting that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's just it, so so if you're not really in that formula, if you're not mm-hmm. really uh, focused on, and again, you have to do it by step. You can't mm-hmm. just skip around. Uh, then, then that is why you're kind of constantly finding yourself back in this cycle again. And when you bump into the resistance, just switch the mindset because when you hit resistance, get really excited because mm-hmm. now you've just learned something. You've discovered it's not a bad thing. Oh, right. right? I love so that. Wow. You, you hit it and you're just like, yeah. Yeah. Now I know where I'm going. Yeah. Now you're not just wondering what the problem is, yeah. quite frankly. If, if you put your mind to thinking about a problem, you're going to solve for it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love the idea because a lot of people would say, well, resistance is a failing in me. Right. What you're really saying is, is no, resistance is the problem. You're, mm-hmm. You've just sort of had a big red light go off and say, pay close attention to right this. Right here. No, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, the the other thing that we kind of hinted at last week is uh, is is the idea of the Matthew principle, and we're going to actually cover that in depth this week, and I'm really excited about that because um, we're going to show how this principle is the key to quickly mm-hmm. and efficiently working through the formula. Mm-hmm. Okay, many people spend their lives at some stuck right. at some portion of this formula. And because of that, um, a lot of people may begin to believe that this, that getting through the formula, mm-hmm. getting through abundance and, and the richness God has available to you is a lifetime journey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. You can get through the steps and live in abundance for a lifetime, live in the richness God has for you for a lifetime. And getting stuck, especially when you think resistance is bad. That's right. And then you just keep hitting the wall. That's right. So we're, we're going to tackle, uh, uh, in addition to going deep into the Matthew principle, we're also going to tackle the first step of the formula, mm-hmm. which is forgiveness, and assign some homework for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't stress enough. Uh, hang with us. Yep. Hang with us. We are dedicated to getting through this series, which will take you all the way through the formula. Mm-hmm. If you get through it, your yep. life will fundamentally change. Yep. Uh, and I cannot stress that enough. So hang with us. This is going to be going to get into some hard stuff today. Yep. Uh, right in our next podcast oh. in particular, yep. but we're going to really tee up some hard stuff yep. today. Mm-hmm. I think today we're going to te- talk to you a little bit about the tools. I'm going to go with that first step. Mm-hmm. And, that, and the first tool is the principle. Mm-hmm. And it's really the only principle that really matters. So it, and it is the Matthew principle. And the reason why I say it's the only principle that really matters is because we're going to talk about how pervasive it is, right? <laughs> how it really starts to impact a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So what is the Matthew principle? The Matthew principle is one of the immutable laws of the universe. Right. Big words. Big words. I don't know really what immutable sounded cool. I did look it up in Google. I think it. I think it fits pretty nicely in the yeah. sentence. But, uh-huh. but uh, it is one of the immutable laws of the universe. It is not. Uh, you can't get around it. It is absolutely fundamental, mm-hmm. and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it can actually be found in the Bi- uh, Bible in two gospels and four different scriptures, uh, which I thought was really interesting. Right. So it's actually in in the gospels, uh, Mark and Luke, I believe, mm-hmm. and they both mentioned it twice in two separate occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, Jesus mentions it twice. Right. Um, 
And it can be found in multiple <laughs> management self-help books. Imagine um, that. Imagine that. Those guys <laughs> rip off the Bible. I, you know, I, it's a good thing the, the Bible copyright has gone out. Right. Because I think Jesus would be rolling in some serious, uh, some serious <laughs> coin uh, just for how many people have ripped him off in mm-hmm. a self-help book and uh, management environment. Right. Uh, I, and here, here's what I thought was pretty cool. So to bring this all in the 21st century, uh, it actually even has its own wiki page, really? the Matthew Principle. Nice. And it's, a, it's actually the Matthew Principle or the Matthew Effect. Okay. Uh, it's worth. Yep. It's fun looking at. Um, at first glance, the Matthew principle can seem a little depressing, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that even more. Uh, but as I mentioned last week, this principle lies uh, within this principle. Actually, lies the secret mm. to literally every self-made person in America. Yep. Now, I'm not talking about the people who inherited their their right. their income. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the people who started from scratch and went all the way to the top. Uh, the Matthew principle is there. And because mm-hmm. it's an immutable law of the universe, whether they were believers or not, this law still ultimately applies. It's like gravity. Mm-hmm. There are many laws that God set in motion, and the Matthew principle is certainly one of those. And I think just what you said there, those who have inherited uh, wealth from somebody else, like the the principles here are so attuned for you. So, mm-hmm. like, don't discount that. Yeah. So, somebody's made their wealth and our being scarcity mindset about it. If you've been given that and you find yourself in that same position, mm-hmm. like still focus on this. Yeah. This is really important for you. Uh, fair enough. If we, if, if, uh, if any of the Trump kids are listening, sure. This may also still apply to them. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I wouldn't yeah. want to alienate our, right. Our, uh, yeah. silver spoon mm-hmm. listeners out there. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but anyways, so, so what is the principle? What does it say? The principle basically says this for everyone who has more will be given and he will have an abundance. Mm. But for every, from, from him who does not have, even that which he has will be taken mm. from him. Ooh. Wow, like what a punch in the gut, right? right? Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're feeling low in your bucks, this really sounds like a bad deal because uh, what, even that what you have is going away. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so for, for those who have their Bibles out, and I'm sure uh, if you're driving— Please feel free to just, just come back to this later. But uh, but uh, for those who do have their Bibles out, uh, this principle can actually be found in Matthew twenty five nine, Luke tw- nineteen twenty six, and Luke eight eighteen. But my favorite uh, version of this is actually found in uh, Matthew thirteen mm-hmm. eleven through twelve. So this is where Jesus is hanging out in the boat, uh, and a crowd has started to gather at the shore. Uh, and he just finished one of his more complex parables, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is the parable of the sower and the seed. Oh, yeah. uh, it's kind of a deep parable. Uh, we won't get into it here, right. but there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that I, I would imagine, I'm just going to go out on a limb here by what happens next, that uh, the disciples are looking around, realizing that some people, this is not landing right. their parable of the seed and the sower. It's just not getting there. Glossy eyes. Right. Uh, so after this uh, a short sermon that he did give, uh, the, his disciples come to Jesus and they say, uh, why do you speak to the people? in parables and mm. and this is where he speaks to the to the matthew principle he says he answers them to you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven but to them it has not been given for him who has more uh, will be given and he will have abundance but from him who has not even what he has will be taken away so just setting that just for a moment jesus mm-hmm. has just finished this incredibly complex parable even the disciples are going, hey, your message is sort of missing some folks. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus says, if you've got it, you're going to get more of it. If you don't got it, it's probably not going to go very well. Mm-hmm. And what is he, we'll, we'll get into what he's talking yeah, about here. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to spoil yep, it. Right. I know everybody's dying to know, but we'll get into that in just yep. a moment. Mm-hmm. But I, wanted, I just want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the Matthew principle in, in, in the world today. 
even if you've never heard of the Matthew person, I call my grandmother who is my spiritual leader. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she, uh, she just is, she's been in the Bible since, since the beginning of time. I remember, uh, she was a piano player. I remember mm-hmm. sitting on the stage as she played piano at church and just mm-hmm. sitting right next to her, watching her play and just being all in the middle of this. So I mm-hmm. called her and I, and I told her about the Matthew principle, what we're going to talk, be talking about today. And she actually had not heard the Matthew principle. Oh which I thought was really interesting. I'm sure she had read the scripture at some point in her Mm -hmm. life, but never heard it called the Matthew Principle. Mm -hmm. Um, But there actually is a a modern version of the Matthew Principle that Mm -hmm. I know we all actually know this one. Mm -hmm. And it is, the rich get rich and the poor, or the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Mm -hmm. Uh, You see, uh, it is the Matthew Principle at work. Right. Mm-hmm. This is not some new social hierarchy that right. America has created where the rich get richer in America and the poor get poor. And that somewhere there's this crazy society where this just is not true. Uh, but the Matthew principle explains why in every society power has always consolidated. Mm-hmm. It's always consolidated, mm-hmm. even in uh, um, socialism. <laughs> right. Right. Where socialism was was constructed mm-hmm. to ensure that uh, that power was distributed always even. over time. Mm-hmm. It consolidates. Yep. It this, consolidates. This consolidated a smaller group of people who controlled the masses. That's exactly right. So it didn't go nearly as well as capitalism is, capitalism has done. Although there are some definite things to be yeah. said about that. But yeah. but here's kind of my point. It doesn't really matter. Socialism, capitalism, pick whatever you mm-hmm. want. The Matthew principle, as I mentioned earlier, is an immutable law. So no matter how hard we try, there will never be a social uh, social uh, structure. Mm-hmm. Never. Like there's not a law we could pass that can escape the principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, which paints a again paints a pretty bleak picture, right? right? Um, but the good news is uh, the same principle that consolidates power in the hands of a few also provides for the redistribution of that power. Isn't that mm-hmm. interesting? Yeah. So not only does it provide for the consolidation of power, mm-hmm. but in the same principle, it provides for the redistribution of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the principle provides an equal opportunity on ramp, if you will, mm-hmm. for everyone, and we'll talk about that. The principle explains why the most powerful retailer in the world, it's not who you think it is, right. Sears. Oh, yeah. Sears. Oh, wait, wait a second, is now in bankruptcy. Right. And Walmart, who was the most powerful retailer in the world, mm-hmm. uh, who put a big dent in Sears, mm-hmm. uh, is now having to deal with this relatively young in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. really hit the really hit the scene. It's been about 24 years that it was founded, but mm-hmm. Amazon hit the scene in the last 24 years. If you go to their growth chart, it's mm-hmm. it, within the last 10 years, it's been straight up. It has right. been straight up. Mm-hmm. It's suddenly the most valuable uh, business in the world. Mm-hmm. And that churn is a function of the Matthew principle mm-hmm. as well. So in a short period of time. In a very short period of time. Yeah. But the devil has, uh, you know, he, he, he's, uh, he's sort of simplified the principle, right? Right. Uh, as he always does, he takes a little bit of truth that is in the Matthew principle. He twists it just a little bit, not a lot. He doesn't skew it so it's unrecognizable mm-hmm. because you want it to sound like the truth but be a little bit different. Right. And he sort of makes it work for his purposes. Uh, that is why the Matthew principle has been simplified to the phrase that we just talked about, which is the rich get richer mm-hmm. and the poor get poorer. The mm-hmm. devil, he loves this new this new <laughs> representation of, of the Matthew principle. He loves it because it, this oversimplification takes the heart of the Matthew principle and rips it out mm-hmm. and replaces it with scarcity. Yes. Right? Because the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, even though it sounds like the same principle, mm-hmm. uh, is actually talking about money. And money mm-hmm. used to be gold. And guess what? There's only so much gold. Yep. Right? There's only so much gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and today there's only so much money in circulation. Yep. I know we can print we can print more money. I can't. I'll go to jail. You mm-hmm. can't. But yep. someone, someone can. And until I can print it, it's still scarce. Right? Mm-hmm. 
and so therefore, if anyone has, let's say Joe down the street has ten dollars, and there's or rather uh, there's ten dollars in circulation, and Joe down the street has nine. Mm-hmm. If I have one, yep. at the end of the day, that's it. Joe has nine. He's not going to give me any of that, right? So I only have one. So it appears as though sort of. It, it's stuck now. What's interesting is this creates the whole. This creates the whole division in our in our country right now. Because guess who Joe is? Joe's a have, and I'm a have not. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we got have and have nots. Because them. that's right. Because there's this: the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's this concept of scarcity. It's money. Right. And um, so so if he has it. And I don't. What am I supposed to do? Can I mm-hmm. steal it? Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe I'll elect a government to create a taxation program that through social welfare programs uh, does redistribution mm-hmm. of this wealth. Because, again, mm-hmm. it's scarce. I've got to literally take it from Joe, give it to me in order to fix this problem of the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Yeah, but in that space right there, you've got somebody who's holding on to what they have, someone who wants to have something else and is feeling that tension. So you're, you're back to that. I got to keep that's right. That last little dollar, I got to keep a hold of it that's real right. tight. Because of the perversion of the Matthew principle yep. that's turned into the rich mm-hmm. get richer and the poor get poorer. And again, if scarce resources were the basis of the Matthew principle, and they're not, but if they were, as the devil would have you believe, and as those who uh, oppress you would have you believe, they mm-hmm. like the idea of you thinking you can't have unless I give, mm-hmm. right? They like that. That yep, puts power. them in power. Yep. Even though it feels like they're being very kind, the reality of it is by giving to you and creating keeping you from the ability for you to create on your own, they've kept you in a subservient position. And now you can get, you can be fulfilled only by looking to your left and to your right. That's right. So, uh, so, but, but the problem with that is if, if, if the Matthew principle were really built on top of scarcity, then resources would consolidate this top, a top and they would always stay there, right? There would be no change mm-hmm. because once it goes up there, it can't ever come back down. They're going to hang on to it. They're not going to give it away for free. Mm-hmm. But, this is, but this historically has not been the case. In the early days, back in a long time ago, thousands of years ago, change came relatively slowly. Uh, but when power and money are consolidated, it really took hundreds of years for redistribution mm-hmm. to occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that trend is accelerating, right? We're seeing redistribution occur more quickly now. So Sears was around for 125 years. Amazon, again, 10 years. Okay, mm-hmm. So we are seeing churn, and it's happening more rapidly. Mm-hmm. I think one of the common things people say is the only thing that's constant is change, and change is accelerating. I don't think anybody on the planet would argue that change is not accelerating, right. and that is causing disruption in the system. So what's interesting is... If it were really based off scarcity, then again it would consolidate the top and it would stay there. But mm-hmm. we're seeing change, right. we're seeing we're seeing churn, and it's happening more often. That's because the truth of the Matthew principle is not based off scarcity. Mm-hmm. The Matthew principle must be based on something else. Then mm-hmm. it's based on a resource that is unlimited, because if it wasn't, it would break. It wouldn't mm-hmm. work, uh, and it is something to which everybody is is getting increasingly ac- uh, rapid access to. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, so let's get to the gift of the principle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, remember how I said Matthew 13, 11, and 12 was my favorite version of the Matthew principle? Mm-hmm. That is because it reveals the resource on which the Matthew principle actually really is based on, which is not scarcity and not money. Mm-hmm. It's based on knowledge. Right. All right. It's based on knowledge. And knowledge is unlimited. Just before the uh, Matthew principle, Jesus says, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. And then he follows with the Matthew principle. Mm-hmm. So what he's really talking about is knowledge. Mm-hmm. These guys know it. Those guys don't. And then he follows with the Matthew principle. And the rest of the, the, rest of the principle hints at the compounding nature of seeking just a little bit of knowledge. Right. 
just as you start to seek knowledge, just a little bit of knowledge, there's a compounding nature there, and it's it's hidden in the Matthew principle, which rich get richer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, you will just start when you just start seeking knowledge, right? God makes it, which God makes freely available in the Bible. More knowledge will be added to that knowledge. So as you start to seek, more gets added, and then you put that knowledge to work in the world, mm-hmm. and then he, and then you return to the Word, and even more knowledge is added. Mm-hmm. Which is why the Bible can speak to you over time differently yes. because your understanding is evolving, mm-hmm. and you can go back to the same fountain. Mm-hmm. Right? You say, well, th- there's only so many words in the Bible. It no, that's what I'm saying. Like as you begin to understand more, as you begin to understand more, more is revealed to you in the Bible. Right. Right. The living word. Right. And so obviously what we encourage is that you start to study the Bible. Right. And this will be extremely difficult at first. And uh, what we recommend is that you that you just set aside some time. Right. Set aside a specific scheduled time to read the Bible. Find some time. I promise you nobody in your house is doing anything at 430 in the morning. (laughs) Right. And nobody in your house really gives a crap if you go to bed at 10. Right. That's six and a half hours of sleep. Mm hmm. Okay, and I promise you nobody's doing something at 445, right? So if you really want to do this, if you really want to change your life, let's start. Let's start by just that first step of studying the word. Mm -hmm. But over time, um, uh, there's – I get get, get really animated about this stuff, but I I want to talk about one other sort Mm -hmm. of principle that evolves from the the Matthew principle. Mm Uh, and I, I kind of ragged a little bit on uh, self-help books and business books, but I really sort of liked this book back in the day. It was written. Uh, it was written in 2001 by a guy named Jim Collins. It's called uh, "Good to Great," and he describes something called the flywheel effect. And so, imagine that. Uh, so, basically, his the, his imagery he uses here is: imagine a gigantic flywheel. It's like 20 bajillion thousand pounds, <laughs> whatever, right? Um, but what you do is you approach the flywheel and you start to push it. Now, whenever you're first starting this, pushing this giant, giant flywheel, mm-hmm. you're actually going to, the, the movement in that flywheel is almost imperceptible. But you're going to keep pushing and you're going to keep doing it. Consistency is the key here. So when I talked about reading the Bible, consistency, 15 minutes in the morning, mm-hmm. every morning, just keep pushing, a little bit of push, a little bit of push. Over time, you're going to get your first turn of that flywheel. Right. It's going to take you a while yep. and it's not going to be immediate, right? But that first turn of that flywheel is going to come around. Then it's going to go around four times and then mm-hmm. six times. Mm-hmm. The flywheel is going to start building up speed and then seven, eight, and so on and so forth. It's going to keep going, 11 and 12, moving faster each turn, 20, 30, 40, 100. Now it's mm-hmm. moving 100 times, right? The momentum begins to work in your favor and that flywheel moves forward faster and faster with literally the same amount of yep. effort. Right. And so that's the beauty of that. Yeah. So this flywheel effect and this flywheel analogy. So from the, the science side, you can look at it from the chaos theory. Mm-hmm. A small change creates a massive change. Just a little thing. That's right. But also a body in motion tends to stay in motion. Either yeah. it's static and it's not moving, but a force applied over time, it keeps moving. And it's hard to stop that then. It's almost like uh, if you have a little bit of motion and you add a little bit more to it, yeah, a little bit more to it. You're going to get more motion. Yep. It sounds very familiar to a certain principle we've been covering, yeah. the Matthew principle. Yeah, exactly. And it's just there over and over and over again, mm-hmm. right? You see it literally everywhere. But if you kind of take this Matthew principle and you take this flywheel concept, together they teach us that even the poor, right? So rich get richer, poor get poor. Mm-hmm. Even the poor, whether that, whether that be in knowledge mm-hmm. or whether it be in money or even their station in life, mm-hmm. have a shot at having an abundant life, mm-hmm. yep. right? Because that's what these two principles together means that Everyone, everyone has a shot at this mm-hmm. thing. Everyone has a shot at abundance. Uh, we just have to do one thing only, 
And what what do you think that one thing is, Martin? Just a little something. You just got to start, man. Just do it. You just got to start. Just a little thing. Right? And that sort of brings us back around to last week's homework. I often think that when God conceived of the salvation of Christ, when he conceived of salvation in Christ, right, he had the Matthew principle in mind. He understood the immutable law of the universe that he ultimately put in place. Mm -hmm. And that first step in the formula, forgiveness, Mm -hmm. forgiveness through Christ, which is the formula forgiveness precedes freedom, which precedes abundance, which precedes riches. That first step is forgiveness. And Jesus paid a hefty price. Mm -hmm. I mean, he paid a lot, but that made that pretty darn easy for the rest of us. Yeah, it did. Right. So again, the Matthew principle, Jesus isn't asking you to become a Bible scholar before you can become. Jesus is not even asking that you stop sinning before. Mm -hmm. Jesus is not asking any of that because if he was, the Matthew principle would work against you. Mm -hmm. Right. You would need something to have something. Right. But forgiveness, the reason why it's the first step in the formula is because you don't need anything. Mm -hmm. Because if you did, the Matthew principle would work against you. Just come as you are. Come as you are. No. That's right. So those of you who were sort of stuck uh, on forgiveness last week, I think this is really the key, mm-hmm. right? This is how simple it is. It's not hard. Um, and I, this sort of brings us to the homework for this week a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. And this is actually not a bad thing to do uh, if you are a, a Christian and you've been a Christian for a long time mm-hmm. and you just need a reminder. Mm-hmm. Or let's say that you are stuck on forgiveness and you haven't really accepted Christ into your heart yet. And you've really just been struggling with that. Yeah. And uh, and now you're starting to hear things. And it's sort of weird. You're starting to see things. Yeah. Maybe you found this podcast. Maybe someone sent it to you. Maybe you've been, maybe you heard a couple other things or you're just starting to, starting to wonder. Mm-hmm. Maybe this new year's gotten you thinking about what's missing in your life. Right. Feel that void. You feel that void. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, church is big. Uh, there are a lot of barriers, unfortunately, to going to a church. Mm-hmm. You go alone. You feel weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what if I told you uh, that access to Christ, access to this first step, mm-hmm. first step of the Matthew principle, uh, is the is is as simple as a prayer, mm-hmm. and we call that the sinner's prayer. Yep. Um, and we we believe uh, that if you say this prayer with an earnest heart, which means that you recognize that void, mm-hmm. you realize something may be missing, uh, and you, you feel like you might be ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that if you'll just say this simple prayer, that you are immediately forgiven. Just like that. You are immediately forgiven. You don't have to clean up your life. You got a porn addiction. You're you're abusive. You've been Mm -hmm. abused. You abuse others. Mm -hmm. You have an anger problem. Uh, You're frustrated. All of these things, you can bring them and lay them at the feet of Christ and get started right now. Mm -hmm. Because if you couldn't, the Matthew principle would truly be a death sentence. It would work against you. But because God gives you this one thing, this one thing, the beginning of the formula, this one thing that if you'll just take this one step, it begins everything else. And uh, I really want this to be the homework for those folks who, you know, a lot of people say, pray with me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you to do that, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to. Mm -hmm. What I would ask is that you just ask yourself if you've got this void, if you're feeling it, Mm -hmm. if you're really feeling it, Mm -hmm. ask... Matter of fact, I, I hope that God comes into people's lives today and helps mm-hmm. them understand Absolutely. that they got this hole, mm-hmm. okay? And if they will just pray this simple prayer, and I, I just would like to go over, I found probably what I think is one of the most simple mm-hmm. center prayers I could mm-hmm. um, to really just drive this point home. But I would like, if could you maybe just go over the, the center's prayer? Yeah. I think I'd, it'd be phenomenal. I'd like to first just, 
uh, offer a statement. If if this is a, a new idea for you, you you've just become aware and you've just really labeled and recognized the void. If you just got curious about what Jesus was his first miracle in this little town of Cana at a wedding, and he just showed us the very first thing that time and physics are not required. Hmm. You can this void, this pain, this thing that you hold, it can be forgiven and it doesn't have to take time. Maybe maybe for you it does, but it doesn't have to. The very first thing Jesus showed us was that time is not relative to me. Yeah. So come with everything I want it all. So let's let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this prayer. So if you want to just follow with me here, I'm going to start. Father, it is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord. I make him Lord of my life right now. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. Now I renounce my past life with Satan and close a door to any of his devices. Mm. Any. I thank you for forgiving me of all of my sin. Jesus is my Lord, and I am now a new creation. Old things have passed away. Now all things become new in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. I got to tell you, I did that prayer probably when I was 12. And even just in a studio clearly set up for podcasting, where this is not a church. Uh, man, that still gets me. Yeah, It just really gets me. It gets me because of its simplicity, because of what is in that offer. I like a lot of things there, and this is why I really picked this one. I, lo- I love the idea that you're closing the door on Satan's yeah. uh, uh, devices against you. It's, it's over. Yep. It's over. Um, and that you're a new creation. Mm. Man, because if you prayed that prayer earnestly, you mm-hmm. have been, what we say, born again in Christ, mm-hmm. and you are a new creation. And uh, I really hope that people will take some of that invitation. If you're not ready, that is okay. Yep. You don't have to be ready right now. Mm-hmm. But I just was asked that in this week's uh, homework that uh, the people will work on that. So if you are willing to do this homework uh, for each week, uh, last week's and this one, you will progress in your confidence. Mm-hmm. The Matthew principle will start working in your favor. You will progress in your con- uh, your your confidence in each stage of the formula. Okay, like if you'll start now with forgiveness, right? Yep. right? If you'll pray that prayer, if you'll really connect with it mm-hmm. with an earnest heart, mm-hmm. that's the first step in the formula, okay? If you'll do that, next week will consist of a lot of hard work because yeah. next week we're going to get into freedom. And as weird as that sounds <laughs> like that should be just a slam dunk, right. this is where most Christians lose their way. Mm-hmm. This is where they get hung up, yep. and they don't even know it. That's right. the, that is mm-hmm. the insidiousness of this of this, of this freedom, right? Righteous anger there. Yeah, but then we get to dig in, and this really kind of excites me because once we once we get through freedom, mm-hmm. you get to ultimately dig into uh, abundance, and abundance is awesome subject. <laughs> it is yes. an awesome subject. It is a misunderstood subject. Mm-hmm. It is um, it is not the secret, <laughs> right? It's not like the the book, the secret. Yeah. It's not a law of attraction. Right. It is abundance in the kingdom of God, and it is just a fun topic, and I'm so stoked to get through that. Yep. 
Uh, it's going to blow your mind and radically transform your Christian faith. Uh, if you've been a Christ or a Christian for decades, or if you just prayed that prayer, the next two sessions mm-hmm. are going to ensure that this year everything changes. Big time. Everything changes. Yep. Um, <laughs> wow. If you got addictions, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be gone. If you have strife in your family, it's on its way out the door. If you've got anger issues, this is the process. Mm-hmm. If you will honestly commit to this process, mm-hmm. it's over. You're about to experience freedom, abundance, and the richness of life that God has always mm-hmm. wanted for you. You have really been in the way, and we're going to teach you through this formula Right, which the first one today was forgiveness. And again, if you didn't pray that prayer with us, that's perfectly yep. fine. Mm-hmm. But I just ask you maybe to meditate on why you didn't. Yep. Feel the resistance and get curious. That's exactly right. And just yep. get get deep. Why is that? Is mm-hmm. it because you know we 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 did a men's group this weekend, and I think one of my favorite uh, questions that we asked there was, "What story do you tell yourself mm-hmm. about church?" Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, as men went around the table and talked about, you could. They they said things that sounded very logical, but you could see the pain yeah. that underlied that logic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that question helped people to get curious about mm-hmm. what it is that was separating them from, and I'm not saying you have to walk through the doors of a church tomorrow, but yeah. but that church is uh, for them was a representation of Christ, mm-hmm. Christ's body, if you will. Mm-hmm. And there's, they just, so the whole point there is, is just getting curious with a question. Mm-hmm. If you are honestly not ready to pray that prayer, that is perfectly fine, but get curious as to why yep. explore that i don't care where you come out on the other side mm-hmm. i obviously have an opinion but i am more interested that you'll just get curious and so that's the homework of this week yep. if you are um if you if you haven't done that uh but uh but that's not the only homework um what we'd also like you to do there's two there's two things because there may be people who are christians and are mm-hmm. good to go they've, yep. they've sort of gotten to that part mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. we want you to actually experience the the win of the matthew principle we want you to experience a little of that so mm-hmm. let's say you're a christian you're good to go i don't right. think it's bad to go through that prayer again even yeah. if you've been a christian for a very long time and just really reconnect with that uh reconnect with uh, that forgiveness but there's a couple things that i've got 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 for homework for you guys and and it's really simple. One, I want you to get a Bible verse app, mm-hmm. right? And I just want, and, and my prayer is, is that verse, I have no control over these apps. Mm-hmm. There's lots of great ones out there. Mm-hmm. Download any of them that are based off the whole, uh, in any good yep. solid version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Download that, turn on notifications because it's going to ask you if you want them to push notifications to you. Mm-hmm. Allow it to do that. And it's going to push you a daily, and make sure it's a daily Bible verse yep. app, okay? It's going to push you a Bible, a Bible verse every day. I want you to, whenever you get that verse, if you're in a place where you can't do it, fine, just write it down, take mm-hmm. a screenshot. It's really easy to take a picture on your phone yep. whenever it pops up. And then I want you to find some time during the day. Again, 4.30 is very quiet at everybody's <laughs> house. I know no one likes to hear that. Uh, Martin really gave me a hard time about it oh, this yeah. week. But uh, but find a place, 15 minutes, 15 minutes, just 15 minutes, meditate on that verse. Just again. And the, and the reason why is it's the Matthew principle. Do that between now and our next podcast, seven days, seven days, about seven days from now. Mm-hmm. If you will do that, you're going to begin the Matthew principle because you're going to begin seeking knowledge. And I promise you that that will be very interesting. Mm. Now, Bible is awesome. I know, but uh, some of you guys have a a big giant, uh, uh, you know, New Year's resolution that you got in your list, right? Maybe it's, uh, I know some of the most popular according to the web is uh, uh, get out of debt and lose weight. Yep. Okay. got it. I want you to experience the Matthew principle there too. Okay, so if this is if you go, if you have a New Year's resolution, uh, and it's a big one, which is great, good to have mm-hmm. big goals. Yep. Here's what I want you to do instead. I want you to 
pick a something you can do that is extremely simple, extremely simple, mm-hmm. every day for the next seven days, that that habit is the foundation of your goal, right? And there's not mm-hmm. a direct line, but right. it's a foundation. Yep. So, for example, if you're going to try to lose 30 pounds, don't lose 30 pounds in the next seven days because that's extremely unhealthy. But instead, what I want you to do is I want you to I want you to breakfast bar. Yeah, sure. A healthy breakfast bar for the next seven days because that is the beginning mm-hmm. of your goal, mm-hmm. right? It's not trying to, again, the Matthew principle will work against you if you try to bite off a big goal yep. without creating that flywheel right. effect in your life. You're just going to slam into it. Gonna, nothing oh, it's going to blow up and you're going to be like, oh, here I am again. I'm a loser. Yep. You're going to start telling yourself a story that you can't keep promises to yourself. You're at the gym. You've, already, you've thrown up on that treadmill. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. So, so. Not the big goal, the little goal. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna start working the Matthew principle for yeah. you. Eat a breakfast bar every day, seven days, and and then come back and listen to this podcast again. If your goal is to pay off debt, mm-hmm. here's a really fun one, right? You probably make your minimum credit card payments, uh, most likely if you're trying to stay at least above water. Right. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to take one dollar bill. I want you to go get seven dollars from the bank. Get ten. You, they'll give you a ten. You have to go get Starbucks or something. <laughs> Maybe get a twenty. There you go. go get, for the Starbucks. Go, right. go get like a tall pike or whatever. They'll give you they'll give you at least seven bucks back. <laughs> I want you to get seven dollars. Seven one dollar bills. And you can put them in your wallet and put them wherever you want. And what I want you to do is I want you to put those seven dollars, I want you to put one dollar mm-hmm. a day in an envelope mark out of debt. Mm-hmm. Just right on there, I want out of debt. Mm-hmm. I want you to put one dollar a day. And then at the end of the now, if you keep that going for seven days, that's great. If you keep it going for 30 days, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I want you to do that one simple task, very simple task. And then at the end of the day, I want you to add that money to the principal you or to the minimum payment you mm-hmm. normally make. Yep. Now you're going to take that $10,000 credit card bill or whatever it might be in your life, whatever that big number is. Mm-hmm. And next, next time, just put $2 in the envelope mm-hmm. every day. Yep. A little bit more. Just a little bit more. Because once you prove to yourself you can do it, that Matthew principle is going to start working in your favor. And it, the exponential growth defies your understanding. Because you're the kind of guy who can save money and pay off debt. <clears throat> You're that kind money. of guy. And that, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that belief about yourself is going to change your life. That is the Matthew principle in effect. Because it's knowledge. It's knowledge. It's just knowing that you can, right? Mm-hmm. Taking that initial yeah. action. Yeah. Whether it's forgiveness for your salvation, which is a great initial action to take, or it's these small steps towards your big goal. But start small. Uh, and you'll start to see the power of the Matthew principle. So we've spent about uh, another 40, what is it, uh, 40 forever for 40 some odd 41 yeah. some odd minutes yeah, together yeah, yeah. uh i think it's That's time great. to close this one out uh Let's do it. Uh, i i really want to have people back next week we're going to dig in deep it's yeah. going to be a hard one yeah. but it's going to be a great one mm-hmm. we're going to really get into for uh, to to um uh to uh freedom yeah the number one reason why people uh who who accept christ as their lord and savior and then have a cold relationship with mm-hmm. him going forward yeah. they don't feel him in their life they're not having a an emotional relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus Christ, yep. your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. is because they are not in the freedom space yet. Yep. They have not figured it out. Yeah, because forgiving has been way too hard. It's too much. That's right. And here we go. Forgiving is a basis of getting into that freedom space. Yep. Not not God's forgiveness towards you. That's Correct. done. That's, you've already got it sitting there. But your forgiveness to yourself or forgiveness to others mm. is is keeping you from accepting the freedom that is associated with that, yep. with, with what God gave you. And yep. and, it, and when you're, we'll, we'll get into it tomorrow. Yep. It's, it's yep. going to be amazing. It's going to yep. be a great podcast. So thanks for spending some time with us. We are incredibly blessed by every single listener. If you have not already subscribed to our podcast, uh, please remember, please do so. 
And uh, if you could, we would really appreciate it. Please go leave us an, uh, a review on iTunes or on Google Play. Each positive review raises our rank and exposes us to uh, people who would not normally hear this content. And i got to tell you, there's a lot of people out there not connected to a Christian yep. family or a Christian church. They're yep. not going to get this. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to, by some miracle, by some review, someone leaves somewhere. Yep. It's going to create a miracle in someone right else's there. life because it's going to pop up in their stream and they're going to listen to it for the first time. It's going to change their whole yep. perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find all of our links on social media, pay, our, 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 our social media uh, pages, our YouTube channel, our iTunes, our Google Play links. They're all at 1720.org forward slash podcast. Um, and that's also a great way to share our content. So you can take that link and give it to anyone and they can figure it out. If they're not on, you know, they don't yeah. have Apple product, they can uh, follow the, the Google link and yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, be sure to follow our page on uh, Facebook. It's facebook.com uh, forward slash 1720.org. And that actually has a .org in that forward slash. Uh, and subscribe to our newsletter on 720.org. Thank you so much. Uh, just uh, yeah. We'll see you guys yeah, next week. One. And we are super, man, I'm just super excited about yeah. next week. So yeah. thanks for spending time with us.